Welcome to Insignium Bits, conversations about breakthrough, innovation, and transformation. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Insignium Bits. My name is Josh Legasic, and I am joined by Insignium founding partner, Sheeta Bina. On this episode, we will be discussing how to end your year powerfully for your organization. How do you recommend that an organization completes their year? And what is different that you could suggest that other leaders can take into their organizations to complete their years? So there's something to be said about closing out the year intentionally with something other than just some time off between the holidays and assuming that people will come back refreshed and ready to go. Unfortunately, our minds do not operate in those kinds of uh, segregated ways. You know, oh, the year is now finished, break, new year. And it's particularly important for teams and even executive teams to take stock and have closure to their year. In other words, it actually helps to put the past in the past. And how you do that is by first taking a look in detail at the year. I find that it works to do a month-by-month look at the calendar together with the team. Where were we in January? Let's put that up against our results in January. Oh, wait, that's the town hall where they raise these three issues. You know, just there, there are milestones throughout the year that when you walk through the year with your team, thinking at the team level, with your executives, thinking at the organization level, and even with yourself at a personal level, there have been noteworthy moments along the way that will trigger for you a chance to recollect. Now, what are you recollecting? What did we accomplish? Where did we have misses? What are we proud of? What are we not so proud of? Who do we want to recognize? What have we learned? And what are we going to do with those learnings? Taking that walk through the year actually gives you a list of accomplishments, a list of failures. What do you think organizations should do about those failures you just mentioned? We tend to sometimes be burying our head in the sand about failures or making so much ruckus about it that it's traumatic for people. But just a, you know, a no-nonsense look at where did we fail? What did we learn from that? What should we have done differently? And what are we going to institute moving forward? And then who do we need to recognize? And you'll end up with a list of actions. Which actions, if taken, will wrap the bow on the year? I find the exercise takes maybe an hour. And sometimes there's pretty intense conversations. Sometimes you you have to be provocative in having the conversation. You know, poke. What happened here? How come that didn't go well? Hey, that went really well. Have we really captured that? Where were we off? Where did we course correct? At what level should we be doing this? At the CEO level? Should we cascade this kind of activity down through the organization into our, into our teams? I'll tell you that I have seen organizations do everything that you said. 
I've seen the CEO as an individual do it. I've seen an executive team do an overview of the organization with this journey that I talked about. I've seen executive teams do it as an executive team for the organization. And then each person looks at their accountability and I've seen it cascaded. I've never seen it not be productive. I've never seen it not create value that made it worth the investment. What are some of the outcomes that you would expect to see in doing this kind of an exercise with your teams and your organization? I would say there's two significant outcomes. I was going to say one's more the most important, but they're not. They're equally important. One is a really sober look at what works and doesn't work, which then informs actions. And two, if done thoroughly, a catharsis. It doesn't have to be hugely emotive catharsis, but if you look back at how much you carry from these experiences, that it would be really nice to not have to keep carrying them in an undifferentiated mass. So by asking these questions, what did we accomplish? What are we proud of? Where did we have misses? What are we not proud of? Who do we need to make sure this recognized? What actions should we have taken? What actions should we have not taken? And what do we put in place moving forward? That gives you both insight, a set of actions, and a letting go of having to carry this jumble with you. This what I called an undifferentiated mass. Is there anything about this pandemic year that you think makes it particularly more important to complete the year or just something that you would as an, recommend as an executive in how to complete the year with your, your people who are now working mostly remote in, in many organizations? Well, I think one of the biggest challenges we have with people working remote, both I see that for myself as a human being, as a leader of a firm and with my clients is no matter how much we talk to people Zoom via Zoom, and some days my eyes burn, right, at the end of the day, with the Zoom interactions, we're still in our own context all day. I'm still listening to myself talk to a, to a flat plane. It's not quite a plane, but a flat two-dimensional space. And I was thinking this morning, as a matter of fact, I would not say necessarily just the pandemic, but the prolonged nature of this pandemic. I realized even just today for myself, how I had come to take some things for granted, like it had start being just the way it is. And it was no longer, oh, wow, we're in a pandemic. It was, I, I had gotten used to it. And that's an, that is a symptom of carrying the past with you. It's about being shaped by what's happened versus being shaped by what you're going to make happen. And that's the real power of this kind of bringing closure to the year. Um, you know, I've started to, oh, yeah, I, 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 it's a distant memory, the pre-pandemic life. And that may not be so good. So by having this kind of intentional journey of closure, you get to, as I said, differentiate. It's not just the sw- this swirl of what happened. You get to put brackets around what happened. Thank you so much for joining me today on Insignium Bits. Thanks, Sheeta. Josh, it's such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. 
over 30 years ago, Insignium pioneered the field of organizational transformation. Please continue to our library in the episodes page of your podcast tool of choice.